You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're on <laughs> live radio, folks. You just never know what's going to happen. Uh, this is On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio, and I am Victor Armanderes. I'd spell it for you, but no, actually, I will spell it for you because you guys need to look me up. It's uh, A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z as in zebra, first name Victor. Uh, look me up and follow me, folks. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on uh Twitter as Radio Victor. You can find me on Instagram as Radio Victor. So I'm pretty much everywhere. Uh, I, I am no guru of social media, but I'm out there. And you also should uh, go to the America's Web Radio Facebook page, uh, become a follower of that or like it and whatever the term is. Uh, follow us on Instagram, and you can also find uh, America's Web Radio on YouTube, and you should definitely subscribe to our channel. Um, all of this you can do for free. Um, but speaking of following and participating, uh, look, you, those of you who listen to me, you know I encourage you to partake in my show. Uh, you can go live and watch live on Facebook. You can interact with me. You can ask me questions live. You can, you can make comments on the YouTube page as well. Uh, but I, I encourage you, especially if you disagree with me, um, I want to hear from you. You're, you're not going to get uh, name-calling or anything like that from me. Uh, you will get a discussion, and you'll be challenged, but you'll be challenged in a good way. And you'll be challenged in ways that you probably should be challenged, that you're not challenged in other uh, avenues uh, or in other places. Um, you're not going to get sycophancy here. Uh, you will be questioned. And even if you are a conservative or, or a Republican and you think you might agree with me, uh, I'll still challenge you. So... Um, I just, just, I encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to reach out, reach out. And uh, I think we have a word from uh, for, uh, owner David. Yeah, Victor, I don't know if you've been keeping up with this, but um, just make our position very, very clear is that we support Major Goldstein 100%. Are you aware of the situation with him? Uh, Going to be tried for murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, killing a Taliban bomb maker. Mm-hmm. Now, if he had not killed him, how many more people would that would have piece been of garbage kill mm-hmm. with his bombs? So don't ever question where we stand. We're behind Major Goldstein 100%. Mm-hmm. The rules of engagement, as far as I'm concerned, should be left at the boxing ring, <laughs> not on the battlefield. Right. Major Goldstein was there to do a job, and that one to gather up a bunch of garbage Taliban and sing Kumbaya by fire. Mm -hmm. He was sent there to kill, and Mm -hmm. he did it. How many people did he save? So I'll go away now. Well, you know, David, that's a great point, and something we spoke about on last week's show is, you know, our military is it's there for a reason, and and our guys are not trained to. to have campfires and, and build housing. They're trained to destroy and kill and blow stuff up. And when you, when you constrain our, our guys and women with, with, uh, the constraints of rules of engagement rules, which they had under the previous eight years, uh, you, bad things happen and bad things happen to us, to our guys and bad things happen to our allies. And, and that's, uh, I will commend Trump 
he did one of the first things he did was change the rules of engagement when he got in uh, but uh, but but absolutely what you're talking about with Goldstein uh, we have to stand behind him we we cannot be a country that sends our men and women and brothers and sisters into war and then not have their back when they do what they're taught. You know, there are a lot of things maybe he did wrong. I'm I'm not privy to all the information. Mm -hmm. But that's why everybody that goes in, you have a 201 file. And if you do something wrong, a letter's put in your 201 file. Mm -hmm. And it follows you the rest of your life. And uh, it could stop his next promotion. It could do whatever. But what he did does not warrant his death by right. any stretch of the imagination. Right. Or or incarcerment. And I mean Incarcerated, it's yeah, incarceration. No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that that's true and that's just another uh, you know another thing to keep on your mind folks. Uh, you know, we here at America's Web Radio are 100% in standing with our military. Uh, absolutely. We don't care who the commander in chief is. We're going to stand with veterans and we're going to stand with active duty. Uh, and you should too. So, all right, we'll, we'll move on a little bit. We've got so much to do today and so much to get to. And I, I've got to get to a few topics before I actually, those of you who are watching live and are wondering who's sitting next to me, um, I do have a guest that I'm going to bring in in just a few, uh, who, you know, what we, one thing we will do here on On Point with Victor is have a sit down discussion with candidates. And, and as I was mentioning in my opening just a few minutes ago, um, I want you to come in and sit down. I, I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to play gotcha. But we do have a discussion, and, and this is a great avenue to talk to candidates. So if you're a candidate out there and you want to reach a lot of people, uh, I encourage you to contact uh, the radio station. Contact me at victor at americaswebradio.com or contact David uh, at uh, gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com or victor at americaswebradio.com. Uh, because we will have a discussion. And again, look, I, I, now if you come in here and want to play, uh, gotcha or, uh, name call and call me names and things like that, then I will cut you off pretty quick. Uh, or if you call in, you know, you can call in as well. But, um, you've got to be civil. Um, I, I love it when, uh, people on the left, uh, call me and want to have a discussion because we, we can have a great discussion, but we're, we're not going to be, uh, mean and all those things that, uh, so many on the left are. Uh, no name calling here. Uh, if we do do it here, we'll, we'll do it in a nice way, Donald. So, uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, so, so later up coming up will be, uh, will, will be my conversation with Donald Schmidt. Am I saying that right? Schmidt, yeah. Schmidt, excellent. And, uh, he is running, he's a candidate for the 103rd district here in Georgia. So a house district race. So we will get a little, uh, local here, um, in a, in just, in just a minute. But first, I gotta, you know, guys, I always like to do my topic rundown, and and uh, I, I I'm not even going to get to number one yet because I've got to make I have to comment on this whole solar solar panel business that's going on in California. So, folks, if you want an example of of what will happen to this country as a whole if we end up electing somebody like uh, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, uh, the fake Indian, um, or uh, the fake Hispanic. O'Rourke, uh, <laughs> or uh, you know, I could go on, but um, especially with Socialist Sanders, but any of these guys that that are running on the Democrat side, if we elect them, and you if you want to know what's going to happen to the country, what the country will look like, you need only look to California. Now, California, there's not a Republican in sight. Uh, there's there's no Republican that runs any of the 
any parts of the government in California when it comes to the the parts of California that make the laws for all the people in California. Uh, when you look to Sacramento, um, I beg you to find some Republicans that are, they'd ha- they have any say in lawmaking in California right now. Um, so let me start with this solar panel business. And again, folks, look to California for the example of where this country will go if we elect a socialist Sanders or a fake Indian Warren or a fake Hispanic O'Rourke and go on down the list. Right now, there are rolling blackouts going on in California. And why, you ask? Well, because the power company has decided that they need to shut down power grids because they're sparking fires and they don't want to spark any fires. Well, there's a number of directions I could go with this. One reason you may ask is why are there so many wildfires and and why are the fires so spreading? Why do they spread so easy? Why is there so much fuel for the fires? Well, that's because the Democrats and the environmentalists won't let underbrush be cleaned up anymore. Folks, if you go by back years and years and years and years and years ago, because for as long as we've had this planet, we've had forest fires. And years and years ago, the people figured out, you know, if we clean the underbrush, we'll take away some of the fuel and we can contain these fires. Well, along come the incredible, and I'm saying this with air quotes, the wise men and women of the liberal left and the, the, just these geniuses out there who team up with the environmentalist groups, which the environmentalist groups, folks, if you haven't figured it out yet, all it is is a, is a socialist group. It's a communist group. It, it, it is the home for anti-Americanism. It's not really the home for let's take care of the planet. But that's a whole nother discussion. But right now, so the environmentalists in California convinced the wacko left that they cannot allow underbrush clearing anymore. So what happens? You're fueling forest fires. Then these geniuses figure out that they need to go plant these, and I cannot remember the name of the type of bush tree that they've been planting all over the place that's not indigenous to California. Well, these plants have oils, and when they burn, they release the oils, and then you've got a situation of pretty much spraying napalm along a forest fire. That's the kind of stuff that's going on in California. So... Now let me bring you back to the power grid. So the power grids, they're, you know, some of these grids are old and they may spark and they're sparking fire. So the power company is shutting down power grids. Now you may be saying, oh, but Victor, California had the wherewithal and the genius progressive thinking of requiring solar panels on newly built homes and, and they're really pushing solar panels on, on older homes and, and tax credits here, tax credits there. Let's get somebody to pay for a solar panel. And they're trying encouraging people to put solar panels. So they've convinced a lot of these leftists out there, and they put these solar panels on their home. Well, guess what they came to find out? When the power grid shuts down, your solar panel shuts down. There are homes in all over California that are trying to figure out why their solar panels aren't working just because the power grid went down. And, folks, let me explain this to you as simple as I can. It's and, and, and don't get me wrong. I am not against solar panels. Uh, I think the free market will take care of the solar panel need, and the free market will take care of the pricing. And one day, we're probably going to have lots of solar panels because solar panels will harness a ton of energy. The problem is the storage. We do not have the capability nor the technology to store all the energy that solar panels can generate. And what's happening with these homes that are throwing these solar panels on, and you've got, you know, and and follow the money, folks. You've got all these leftist politicians 
who are who now require homes to have solar panels in California. Well, who do you think's in bed with them in those solar panel companies? Probably Biden, Hunter. Okay, now that's a, you know I, I, I'm not I'm being a little facetious there. But if you follow the money, you're going to find these politicians that are in bed with these solar companies because the solar companies are getting taxpayer funding money, and then they're turning around and giving donations to the politicians. But that's another story. So let me get back to this. These families who have the solar panels on their homes who are wondering why they're not having power right now, it's because these solar panels are tied into the electric grids in California. So when California requires that you have solar panels on your home, you're harnessing that power whenever it's sunny. Uh, because hopefully they figured out that the reason why they don't have power at night with their solar panels is because the sun's not out at night. But during the day when you've got great sun, which California has a lot of days of, you're harnessing a lot of power with that solar panel. You don't have a storage capability to store that power, so they're tying it back into the grid. So the California basically is taking the power from your house and putting it into the grid and then redistributing it back out to you. That's how this works. Then we can get, when we come back, we're, let's go to a break. When we go to this break, and when we come back from this break, I'm going to get into why this, there's a storage issue. So hang tight, folks. This is On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is America's Web Radio. Um, look, I, I want to jump right back into this, and, and forgive me, folks, if I jump around a little bit, because I've got a lot that's joggling around in my mind. Um, and I and I want to get it all out, and 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 I want to get out in a cogent manner, and 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 in a, in a manner that everyone can can easily understand. And if you know where I kind of took a little bit of that quote from, then you know your history. Um, and if you don't know, then send me a note, and we'll talk about it next week. But uh, so basically, we've got these homes in California, and we got all these leftists running around so proud of their solar panels, and then now they're trying to figure out why do I not have power when the power grid is turned off. And again, it is because the solar panels are tied to the California grid. 
So when you harness the power to to power your house, that power is going to the grid. And then what California government does is say, okay, last month you used this much power, but you sent us this much power. Here's your credit. That's how they're doing that. The only way to get around it, this is what they don't tell people in California. This is what they don't, they're not telling all their, when they're out there giving you the gloom and doom, the planet's going to die and we're all going to die unless you put a solar panel on your home. What they're not telling you is in order for you to sustain your power, and, and folks, this is only for six to eight hours because, again, we have a storage issue. So if you were, were smart enough or somebody clued you in when you had your solar panels uh, in, put in place that you needed a battery backup system, you have to buy a battery backup system and you have to buy uh, a bunch, a bunch of converters. Um, all, there's a lot of components so you can convert that energy and connect it to your battery, and then that battery will store up for about six to eight hours worth of power. That is what they're not telling you. So if you're a home out in California and you bought your solar panels, but you didn't buy your battery and you didn't buy your converters, then you're sending all that power back to the grid. And when that grid shut down, your panels are shut down. So this is why, and this is why I'm saying this is an example to look to. Because it costs money to buy those converters. It costs money to buy that battery. And now if you get your house set up that way and the power, and then the power company, the government around in California decides they need to shut power down, then yes, you would have six to eight hours of sustained power in your home. Now again, it's going to be limited to the, the voltage will be limited, uh, because of the, the capabilities of the solar panel, your converters and your battery. So it's probably not going to power everything in your house. But you would be able to power necessities uh, again for about six to eight hours. Now, if these blackouts or these these shutdowns are going to last longer than that, eventually your battery is going to run out, and you're not going to be able to recharge until you have another sunny day. Um, so that is what is not being told. So when when CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, and NBC, and the rest of them out there are getting behind these wacko governments like you have in California. And they're pushing these solar panels and telling you the solar panel is the end-all, be-all. It's, it's the savior of everything. They're not telling you the full story. And that's the way they want to run this country. That's the way the Warrens and the Sanders and the, 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 the Bookers and the Harrises, this is what they want to do. They want to pull you in by pure emotion. They want to pull you in by scaring the living crap out of you into con- having to give in to the way they want you to live now let me ask you this folks who do you think doesn't lose power in california who do you think is not going to be a victim of a power shutdown that's going to be the elite ladies and gentlemen that is your government elite your liberal elite in california isn't going to go one day without power do you think governor newsom is going to go a day without power Absolutely not. Do you think any of the elected officials that you elected and you pay for with your hard-earned tax dollars, those of you in California who pay taxes, that money's going to pay for the elite that's not going to suffer what you have to suffer? The misery that you have to be put through, they will never know. And that's how socialism works. That's about as simple of an example as I can give you. Now, if you are married to the letter D and you've been a Democrat all your life, 
you need to look and see that the today's Democrats are not yesterday's Democrats. Today's Democrats have gone the route of socialism. And I'm going to give you another example. Look at what's happening right now with the NBA. Look at what's happening with China. Folks, China is communism. I know they have quasi-capitalism. I know they allow a certain amount of market activity because basically they allow their people to have a little of this, a little of that. If you're happy here, then you will ignore the communism going on over here. But make no mistake, China, mainland China is communist. Mainland China has internment camps today. They have re-education camps today. In mainland China, you do not have the freedom to think for yourself. You are told what to think, how to think, and when to think it. In mainland China, you are told you're going to believe this. In fact, in mainland China, you are told when to protest, what to protest, and how you're going to do it. Be- and think about this. People that are that are young, teenagers, and, and, and growing up in mainland China today do not know of Tiananmen Square. They do not know that what happened in Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square. They don't know any of that history. If you look at a young Chinese person or student in mainland China and ask them about Tiananmen Square, they will look at you with a very puzzled face. Because the government, the communist government of China and the schools of China do not teach that part of history. So this is the China that the communist China that's out there today that the NBA has decided it wants to be in bed with. And, and, and it's not just the NBA. You've got big corporate America that is choosing the side of communist China. Now let me give you a little bit more information about communist China. Communist China will pick you up for being gay, homosexual, whatever the word is you want to use, and they'll put you in a re-education camp. But this is the country that NBA is going to get in bed with. This is the company that corporate America, whether it be Delta, whether it be Nike, whether it be the NBA or or the NFL, they're so afraid to upset the communist regime of China. How backwards is that, folks? You've got LeBron freaking James, who wouldn't know history if it slapped him across the face or if it took his pair of – well, he probably doesn't wear Jordans. But no. if, if, he, if he took his LeBron shoes off and, and you hit him in the head with it, he still wouldn't understand history of, the history of this country and the difference between communism and freedom. Folks, LeBron James is out there running around this week condemning the uh, GM of Houston of the Houston Rockets because the Houston Rockets let me tell you what he did and those of you who don't know the Houston Rockets GM all he did was in a small tweet tweeted support for the freedom fighters in Hong Kong mm-hmm. the people of Hong Kong who want to remain free and do not want to be forced into communism these people you know what they did this past week Donald since you're sitting here next to me the people of Hong Kong erected a Statue of Liberty. Now, it was – granted, it was a printout, probably yeah. a picture or something. But but they put out and lifted a, a Statue of Liberty. They're waving the American flags. They are standing for freedom and liberty. But yet LeBron James and the media here, the leftist media and the Democrats, want to capitulate to China. LeBron James is quick – 
to to say that the First Amendment needs to be uh, restrained here in this country because there are consequences for your speech. Well, I got news for you, LeBron. There's consequences for actions or speech. There's consequences for being independent. That's the beauty of this nation. And when you take the side of communist China, the country that limits the babies you can have, it'll limit the sex of the baby you have. It will put homosexuals into a internment and into an internment camp. It's if you speak out against the government, they will pick you up and put you in a re-education camp. This is communist China. It is the antithesis to American freedom. It is the antithesis to the American dream, the American way of life. And for the NBA and LeBron James and Kevin Durant or any of these other bozos who think they know history and are telling the GM of the Houston Rockets that he needs to be aware of his speech, that he needs to be careful what he tweets, you've got it backwards, LeBron and Kevin and the rest of the NBA. You've just got it backwards. Here's another, here's a thing that some of you guys probably don't know. The people of China, the people of mainland China had no idea what the GM of the Houston Rockets tweeted out because Twitter is banned in China. The Chinese communist government does not allow the people of China to have Twitter. So they didn't even see this. So you've got your own people here in this country, Americans, who are flipping out over a tweet supporting the Hong Kong freedom fighters because the communist regime in China issued a statement saying, well, we're going to kick out the NBA or we're going to not allow sales of the NBA shoes or we're not going to allow NBA to come to China or we're not going to allow athletes to come to China. Big whoop-de-doo. And they're trying to, t- and you've got the leftist media here telling you that the people of mainland China are upset at the NBA. That is just flat. Look, folks, the leftist media knows damn well that the people of China don't get Twitter. They can't have Twitter, and they didn't see any of these tweets. They're just being told what the Chinese government wants them to know. And the Chinese government is is issuing all these warnings and threats to the NBA and to American corporations without their people even even knowing why the Chinese government was issuing this. So if I sound like this chaps my derriere, it does, folks. This is the kind of stuff that gets me just really, really passionate because we are losing what freedom means. We're losing what liberty means. We're losing how this country was founded. We have people like LeBron and the leftist media who are quick to say Columbus was a bad guy. George Washington's a bad guy. Jefferson. Oh, that old piece of paper called the Constitution. But yet they'll stand with communist China. Think about that, folks. All right, we're going to a break. We'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. On Point with Victor will return. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. 
These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks, we are back. This is On Point with Victor. Uh, look, I, I've got here, – here's another thing that just, this just drives me crazy. The Department of Education, if there was ever a department that needed to be dismantled and shut down – as soon as possible, it's the Department of Education because the way we we are allowing government to educate our children, that's the only reason we're we're on this socialism road. When when you've got kids coming out of high school and elementary school and and college, and they think socialism is the way to go, they think restricting freedom, they you know okay look. They want to call Donald Trump a, a, a tyrant. They're calling President Trump a dictator. Folks, Donald Trump is shrinking government as, as hard as, as, as fast as he can. He's, I don't know how many regulations he has, uh, undone. A dictator doesn't shrink the size of government. A dictator doesn't get rid of regulations. So, only in the eyes of the government schooling and, and this road to socialism can a student come out today or a young person come out in the world today in this country to be born in America, go to school and come out and think that res- freedom needs to be restricted. That's pretty messed up. Or to go through schooling and come out and look at somebody like President Trump and just because you don't like maybe his attitude or you don't like his style, you think he's a dictator then you obviously have no clue what a dictator is and what the history of dictators are. Because if you did, you would see that no dictator in the history of this world has ever reduced the size of government, ever reduced the power that they hold. And what President Trump is actually trying to, you know, with what's going on in in, in Washington, with all of this uh, now, these so-called whistleblowers and, and them trying to impeach President Trump, that is the the government in Washington, the swamp, and it's it's mostly Democrats and it's some of the establishment Republicans, but it's that Washington bubble that doesn't want to change. Those are the people that you might want to label dictators because those are the people that don't want to let go of the power. And President Trump is actually the lone voice up there right now saying, we don't need that. We don't need that. We can cut that. We can cut this. That's called shrinking the government. That is the opposite of what a dictator would do. So 
if you're out there and you're a young listen and you're a younger listener and you're listening to me and you and you're buying into socialism, um, start to use your common sense. I beg you. You know, part of my tagline on the On Point with Victor show is common sense and logic. That's what you're going to hear here. Well, if you're out there and you're buying into socialism because it's look, folks, I will be the first to tell you, socialism sounds good, it tastes good, and it even feels good in for about five minutes but the road that you're going to end that because the road to socialism it does have a stop it does have an end and it's not just a little stop sign that's going to bring you to a stop it's a big old wall that you're going to hit and it's called the wall of misery and now go ahead Donald. what about nowadays when people you know in their 20s and their 30s they talk about democratic socialism Oh, well, you know, since you mention it, let's go ahead and transition here, because if I don't, we're, this hour is going to be gone. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is – you're hearing with uh, – we're here with Donald Smith, and you're running for the uh, House District 103. Mm-hmm. State House. And uh, so it's a state house here in Georgia. So those of you out there in Georgia, Donald, tell them where this – what district this is, where this comprises. So the 103rd district is in part of Gwinnett County and then part of Hall County. And it's from Decula, a little bit of Buford, a little bit of Lawrenceville. Uh, goes through Flyer Branch, then up into the very southern part of Hall County. Excellent. Excellent. So real quick, um, go ahead and finish your comment on democratic socialism because that, oh, yeah. that's another area that, uh, <laughs> that we should get touched. I, I think what the only difference between socialism and democratic socialism, I think this is kind of funny that this is the first thing I want to be talking about, but socialism is – basically dog crap right mm-hmm. and then democratic socialism is dog crap but there's sprinkles on top of it yeah i think that's the only discernible difference between the two things well you know what's the saying donald if you put lipstick on a pig it's still a pig <laughs> yeah. hey you can put lipstick all over socialism and, and put as many democrats in there as you want yeah. but it's still socialism <laughs> so well donald tell us a little bit about um give me a quick background i mean i know you were raised in uh is it dac dacula dacula yes dacula yes i'm a city boy folks i think a lot of people would be upset with you, if you heard <laughs> i'm sure dacula. they would i don't want to upset any listeners but give me a break i'm a city boy that's only known big cities so so uh so okay so you were raised there so you were raised yeah, in georgia yeah, so you're raised in the district of which you're running which is great which is a very uh, and rare rare thing not mm-hmm. only is it rare to you know be raised in the district, go to school in that district, first job in the district. But, you know, the more you get into politics, you realize that, you know, you have someone on the ballot that was raised in the mm-hmm. district, went to school there, and you know, spent their life there, knows the yeah. people. And then the opponent on the ballot is someone that just had his house drawn into the district, which is wow. you know, unbelievable to hear that that's how politics works. Unfortunately, it is, and that's part of that establishment swamp that I speak about a lot on this show. Uh, so, Donald, give us a little background. I mean, who who is Donald, and why are you running? So, you know, went to Georgia College and State University, uh, had the chance to work for two governors, worked with my father in this small IT business oh, cool. uh, that we're still doing right now. And I noticed that there was an issue with we have a majority in the Senate and the House for Republicans in Georgia – the issue is that we're not doing anything. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, you know, we, we got the heartbeat bill passed. Uh, I, I believe a federal judge just struck that down. So what's going to end up happening is the session's going to start. The heartbeat bill is going to be struck down. They're going to go, well, we tried our best. And that's mm-hmm. the one thing that they did the entire session. So mm. I've noticed a massive issue where Georgia keeps getting worse when, you know, we've dropped in education, we've dropped in health care, crime's getting worse. You know, businesses for certain areas, uh, for certain areas of the private sector, businesses are doing better. Mm-hmm. And that's because Georgia and, you know, Governor Kemp, Governor Nathan Deal did a phenomenal job with our tax system. But certain businesses are failing. We're picking winners and losers in business. Mm-hmm. We're paying all this money to Amazon. We're, we don't care about small businesses as much. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all of these issues. So I had a, I mean, several people in the community say, you know, why don't you run? I don't. I, I know we have a representative. I don't know his name. So I said, "That's good. that's a fair point." So we did all the process that we needed to do. Well, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to give out the name of your opponent, but uh, <laughs> do you have a primary challenger? Yeah. So you're. Yes. So is there? So you're running on the Republican ticket. So yes. you'll be in the Republican primary. Uh, is the 103rd held by a Republican? Now? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. I got it. Okay. That's what I thought. But I don't want to give out names. Um, because we want people to know about Donald Smith. Yeah, yeah. And I think, first of all, I, I will commend you because if we need to have people who will step up and challenge the establishment, mm-hmm. I, and I'm just going to say that if, and and you already mentioned the guy who's there now had his house drawn into the district, and versus you who was born and raised and and, and really can probably relate to a lot of yeah issues yeah. that have been going on even though you're you're you seem like a pretty young guy well yeah it's this it? unbelievable concept mm-hmm. in politics called speaking to people there you go <laughs> <laughs> i mean you learn an unbelievable amount of uh, you know mm-hmm. problems and issues that people are facing and if you just take a moment to start talking to people you mm-hmm. start to learn a lot well that's the that's one of the best things i think that i could tell you and and that i would wish mm-hmm. from our representatives is to spend more time with the constituents oh yeah and uh, so I think you're you're going to get an opportunity to do that because as you campaign, uh, so moving forward, let's just say right now with your campaign, how are you reaching the, your constituents? So we have you know some volunteer events, some uh, events where supporters come out. We do a lot of things on social media. We're, I mean, actually doing very good on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, our campaigns page, it's uh, Donald for Georgia on Facebook. It's got. A larger following than most of the people running for the United States House of Representatives in oh, the Seventh wow. District. Yeah, so uh, we're doing very good on that side, and then you know just going out and knocking on doors, uh, speaking to people, going to events that we're invited to, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, we're doing a very very good job. Um, yeah, I, I remember I uh, you know just a funny thing to point out there was I got a text from the person I'm running against. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, hey, I'd like to meet with you and see what the concerns of the voters are. So well, he wants you to do his job why, for him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hire me as your political coordinator. Wow. Why, why aren't you mm-hmm. just doing – you should know this. You're the one employed by right. the constituents of Georgia. Why aren't you – you should already know what the issues are. You shouldn't have to talk to the person that's running against you yeah. to figure out what the issues are. So, you know, stuff like that happens. And well, then, he darn sure shouldn't be asking you what's the concerns of the voters <laughs> that he represents. Yeah. I mean, he's the current guy. Well, especially in text format, that's not the best way well, to do it. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Couldn't pick up the phone and yeah. call you, huh? <laughs> well, I – so tell me, <clears throat> what are some of the main issues that mm. you see? I mean, I, I don't – like I've said in the opening here, I, I don't – 
I wouldn't want you to come here, and I'm not going to do it, and yeah. I wouldn't want you to do it to, to badmouth the current guy there. Of course. You know, it, the establishment is the establishment, whether he's really part of the swamp or not. Mm-hmm. I'm not that familiar with him. Um, but I think it's 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 great for you to step up and run because people need to understand the power of their vote. Mm-hmm. And when when just because if you're a supporter of an R, but that R isn't doing what they need to yeah. do, they need to be challenged. Mm-hmm. It, and it's one of two things should happen. It's either going to make him a better mm-hmm. server of the people or you're going to become the new representative. And I uh, would prefer the second I one. I think we yeah. prefer yeah. the second one too. <laughs> and and but but that's the process is good and I think mm-hmm. the process is something great that's unique to this country. So so I want you to tell me what what are some of your ideas? Why why yeah. why is one oh three gonna be better with Donald in, mm-hmm. in the House of Georgia or sitting on the House floor you know, rather than, you know, the other guy. Yeah. Um well one of the things is, you know, I'm not just trying to make the hundred and third better, I'm trying to help out as many mm-hmm. Georgians as I can. One of the funny things is if you try to contact most of the representatives or most of the state senators, you have to type in your address and if it's not in their district then you can't message them. Hmm. That's remarkable. Okay. Wow. So, you know, some of the things that a lot of people have been telling me uh, are very important. And some of the problems that I had noticed preceding this was, first off, you have higher education, which mm-hmm. is becoming a massive problem. So, you know, tuition has increased. I think since 1980, it was 1,478%. Well, we have football teams to pay for. No, well, I'm kidding. Go got, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's upsetting because I just went to the Georgia game, and I'm all sunburned, and that didn't turn out too good. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> but so, you know, we have higher education, which every single year the tuition increases. Mm-hmm. Uh, the endowment for the school increases an unbelievable amount. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of the a lot of times your the tuition isn't – based upon the value of the diploma from that school. It's not based on, oh, what's the median income for someone that graduates or how successful or how short of a time does it take to graduate? It's based on how big the school is. Hmm. Georgia State keeps buying every single building in the city of Atlanta Mm -hmm. because it gives them a little bit more clout. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the University of Georgia, Georgia College of State, Southern, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we have higher education. Another thing is healthcare. Healthcare is a major problem. And I think Georgia's ranked 41st in healthcare right now. It's and, yeah, it's not good. And we're not but, that much better in education either. We're 39th in yeah. education. And a brutal part of this is that so the Democrats, we all know what the Democrats want. They mm-hmm. want completely socialized medicine, mm-hmm. right? Right. What do the Republicans do in the state house? They don't say, "Oh no, let's show you how the free market and the fair market can come can fix these issues that we're having." No, they just say, "No, we're not doing that. We're going to stick with this." terrible discombobulation of government and free Mm -hmm. market where being so far in the middle actually makes it far more difficult. Mm -hmm. So instead of showing liberals that, hey, our ideas are way better and they work far better, so we're going to implement them. We have the votes. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing that, they say, no, no, no. We're just going to stick with what we currently have. Even though it's a system that's been ranked worse and worse every single year, we're going to stick with this. Well, Donald, that is an awesome point because that's kind of what I'm getting at. And what I want the the people of Georgia and, and across the country, mm-hmm. the power of your vote, it really, really does mean something. And it, it really, really means something when you're willing to throw out some of your so-called, and I'm using air quotes, some of your own. And what I mean by that is if, if we're if, – if, if I am in your district and I'm sitting there going, why is my representative not listening to me or why are we – we're not implementing any new ideas. Mm-hmm. I, you know, 
The Republican Party, the conservatives, used to be known as the big idea group. Yeah. That was the big idea tent. And and it was based on liberty and freedom, and the ideas would come out of liberty and freedom, and you implement them. And we're not doing that anymore. So these are some of the things that I, I, I want um, representatives to start doing. And, and uh, we're, you know, we'll, we'll go to our next break here, Donald, but when we come back, I, I want you to maybe maybe elaborate a little bit on – what you can do as a representative or, or what your tactics are going to be to try and get that ball move, moving mm-hmm. and, uh, of, of issues like health care mm-hmm. and, and, and education. So, folks, hang tight. We will be right back with my guest, uh, Donald Smith, who's running uh, for the 103rd uh, House District in Georgia. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend – is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross country move. Timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour on America's Web Radio. If you'd like to hear an eclectic mix of great programs from relationships with Dr. Ann Schiebert to homegrown veggies and from classic cars to the Constitution, we've got programs for discerning listeners at www.americaswebradio.com. Back, ladies and gentlemen, this is on point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderas. I have with me in studio Donald Schmidt, who's running for uh, Georgia House uh, in 2020, and so he's running to uh, take the uh, 103rd seat, which is Northern Gwinnett here in Georgia. So, those of you not in Georgia, bear with us because, believe it or not, politics start on the local level. And uh, so we may be talking about Georgia, but all of this is going to have an effect. You know, eventually it will affect the rest of the country. Um, so, Donald, we were talking about how the Georgia Republicans have kind of gotten into where they just don't want to make a change. It's almost like they're scared. They're afraid to go with those big shake ideas. Shake the boat. And afraid to, yeah, shake, rock the boat. Because there is an issue passing it to my heart, which is the fair tax uh, or a consumption tax. And Georgia, to me, is really, really, really behind the eight ball because we have not trans- – we haven't moved to a consumption tax. Um, we still have an income tax here in Georgia. Tennessee does not. The Carolinas are looking to get rid of theirs. Mm-hmm. Florida does not have an income tax. And businesses are, are really, really attracted to states without an income tax. And the other thing a consumption tax does is it takes away the ability of politicians to pick winners and losers. And that's why I, I love the idea so much. So 
let's say you get elected or when you get elected, uh, is uh, consumption tax something you could get behind for Georgia? Now, that is the – it's based more on the sales tax It's a, basically what we would do is replace the income tax with a sales tax. So the same thing yeah. Florida does, same I mean, thing I, I, I'm Tennessee always, does. I, uh, we did a video a few days ago where I swore – Right hand up and everything that would never raise tax, which is Perfect. really not a I, – I know it, to some people might sound r- difficult. It's mm, not hard. It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. You shouldn't mm. be able to say, oh, this is obviously going to increase taxes. No, mm-hmm. I'm not voting on that. Right. And if someone pressures you, which happens, say, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't care. I'm just not going to yeah, vote I'm on it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Because I'm never going to raise people's taxes. Right. You know, I've spoken to a lot of Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Democrats aren't the same all over the country. You know, right, right. Democrats in Georgia are far different from Democrats right, up in California. So, you know, I was talking to a lot of, you know, a few Democrats, and they said one thing is that I'll never vote for a politician that's ever raised my taxes. Well, then they can never vote for another Democrat. Well, that's one issue. One that's one issue. That's one issue. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> but, you know, that that's something that really uh, resonated with me. So, it's, I mean, it any, sounds like those Democrats yeah. need to to join the walk away movement. Yeah. But, and, <laughs> but uh, the uh, yeah, I mean, if we had the opportunity to remove the income tax, 100 percent, I could understand how that would mm-hmm. benefit the economy, benefit families. You know, well, I'll tell you this, Donald, and, and, and when you get elected and you want to learn more about it, let me know, because there's been more studies, more actual studies done on removing the income tax and putting in a consumption tax than any other bill passed by. Now, what do you think the rate would be for that? Uh, for here in Georgia on the state level, uh, you know, I, I would have to really look into mm-hmm. that. On the national level, it would be 23%. Okay. But now, on would the that state be, level, would that would be, be applicable to cars? So it would be, uh, depending on how the state version would be, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be applicable to, it would be only on new items. Okay. So used items would never be taxed twice, mm-hmm. which is what we do today. Yeah. Uh, but you would also – the minute you enact a consumption tax, you get rid of the embedded taxation mm-hmm. because what people don't understand a lot of times because they don't see it. See, what government has been very good at is hiding tax, of taxes. Of course, yeah. And everything you buy is taxed on every level of production. Mm-hmm. That goes away. Yeah. And then the other tax. terrible part, and I think because we keep talking about California, they've really noticed this, is that businesses – I mean – Large businesses, mm-hmm. obviously, people that start small businesses understand how difficult the government can be. But massive businesses, they never pay the no. tax. They just say, "Oh, we're, do you increase taxes? Okay, we'll just increase the cost of our product." Absolutely, and that's the dirty little yeah. secret. There is uh, there is no such thing as corporate taxes. Mm-hmm. Corporations do not pay taxes; yeah. they just pass them along to the end consumer, um, which is another argument for a consumption tax. But uh, so that's good. I, I, I want see that's a big idea that that Georgia needs to run with, and I think there are Democrats that would probably come along. It just needs to be explained well. Mm-hmm. Um, but another issue that might come up, maybe you've heard, uh, is the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. So Georgia, uh, oh, yeah, know, one reason <laughs> I love, <laughs> I'm sure it comes up. You know, I, I, one reason I love Georgia is because I'm an, I am a, a target shooter. Okay. I collect. I love my guns. And uh, I've had a carry permit for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do not want to see Georgia go in the direction of some of these other states. Uh, I want Georgia should be proud to be a carry state, should be proud to be a gun state. And what I don't want to see are these red flag laws. So where where do you stand on this red flag Yeah, laws? I remember we talked about the red flag laws a few and weeks another, ago when we were another on. Radio yeah. station. <laughs> and um, he, he, I noticed that one of the issues with that is that you don't really have due process. Due process. Yeah. And that's one of the things that is excluded from that where – they, uh, my, some, my understanding is 
if there's an assumption of any potential guilt, mm-hmm. you can't own a gun. Right. There has to be a different way of doing that. Yeah. The way a red flag law basically works is it completely does away with due process because under a red flag law, you are guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Yeah, and that's – And that goes against all of jurisprudence uh, yeah, of this country. And, yeah, and the United States gets their system of laws from the English common law system. And one of the first things that they come up with was the necessity to be innocent until proven guilty. And mm-hmm. the red flag law is a contradiction of that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, So I feel good that you would stand against – Red flag laws. I just want to. Yeah, I mean, the, you, in states, you know, the United States, we have more guns right now than we ever have, mm-hmm. and the murder rate and the homicide rate, gun violence, mm-hmm. has decreased every yeah. single year. The only spike we've seen was when Bill Clinton made the uh, made the, a uh, new assault weapons ban. Yeah, ninety four. So there is no contention that works when you say mm-hmm. less guns means less crime. Right. Because, you know, criminals do not care about laws. Exactly. So even if you take away, if you if you make guns illegal, people are going to sell off guns. Mm-hmm. That's such a silly assumption now, to say if we make something illegal, people won't do it. People won't We do should it. make meth illegal. Right. And murder should be illegal you know, the as last well. I checked. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> murder is illegal. Drug use, most drug use is illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we see how well that works yeah. out. So, um, so Donald, if, if you... Now that you you're you've made the commitment, mm. you know twenty twenty is around the corner. Mm. What are your biggest challenges? I mean, what are so right now, what we have is we have a few remarkable organizations backing us right now, are in the process of endorsing us right now, and that's fantastic. Oh, We're excellent. doing very good in terms of raising money. Um, you know the. Speaking of raising money, mm-hmm. you want to give out your website real quick? Oh, yeah. How, how, how can people help you? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's uh, www.donaldforgeorgia.com. And spelled out F-O-R, spell out G-E-O-R-G-I-A. And, yep, if you want to you know, volunteer, if you want to support us through a donation, or if you want to get in touch with me, uh, that is a fantastic way to reach out to me. Excellent. And, and how accessible are you? to uh, voters questions let's say let's yeah. say uh let's say there's a democrat out there mm. in the district who happens to be a gun owner and happens to support the second amendment if they wanted to reach out to you and discuss that yeah. with you or how, how could they do it um you know just sending an email we have a ability to contact us um, very easily and i respond very quickly and mm-hmm. that's one of the things that i've noticed you know, not to sound um, conceited at all, but something that might be different for me from most other politicians is mm-hmm. even if you say you're a registered Democrat, I still believe that I have the capacity to potentially have you vote for me. Excellent. So, you know, there's ob- the, the amount of things that make us similar are far more than things that make us dissimilar. Mm-hmm. So if a, so someone goes, I'm a Democrat, I believe in this, this and that, uh, but I have a, I believe in the Second Amendment, uh, why would you do this? And you just start a conversation with people. I noticed that simply starting a dialogue is something that really influences someone's vote. That's great. And I'm glad to hear you say that because, you know, what a concept. You're, you, you are elected to – Represent the all of 103, not I mean, not the R's exactly. only. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that's because you know I've I've you know interned at the Capitol with legislators. Mm-hmm. I've worked for two governors. I spent a lot of time there. And one of the things that's amazed me is how different it is from being on the outside like that, and then actually going into politics. You realize. Most of these guys never have spoken to their constituents. Mm. You realize that a lot of these guys, a lot of the constituent, a majority of constituents 
in our district uh, in our district, and we did a survey on this. Seventy nine percent of the people in the hundred third do not know who represents them. Wow, and see that. And that's indicative of the country now. But but I'm you know afraid. what? That could be a benefit to the establishment. You go, mm, oh, well, I don't benefit. need everyone to know who it is. If I'm already voted in and mm-hmm. no one wants to run against me, I don't mm-hmm. need people to know who I am. Oh, Donald, you hit it, the nail on the head. It is huge beneficial benefit to the incumbents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the, and the incumbents – it's 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 the one of the problems I've noticed, and 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 it's just for me being active in politics, is there's so many voters out there who look and go, well, that guy over there is terrible, but my guy is great, mm-hmm. and then you ask them, well, who's your guy, mm-hmm. and they can't tell you. No, I, I mean, you know, I, I think voters are far more educated in understanding of politics than a lot of. Uh, politicians give them the credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think voters, you know, all it takes is a candidate that is willing to go out there and work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, working both on the side of constituent services and then working on the side of legislation. So it just takes someone who's willing to work hard uh, to be successful and be talented mm-hmm. um, in terms of being a legislator. Right, right. Well, Donald, we are down to our last uh, about 60 seconds here mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. Um, why don't you take us out and uh, just, just give us, you know, tell everybody again what you're running for, why yeah. you're running, or, or why they need to vote for you. But real quick. My name is Donald Schmidt. I'm running for the 103rd District uh, and for the Georgia State House Representatives. And I'd love for you guys to vote for me. My website is www.donaldforgeorgia.com. Perfect. All right. Well, folks, you heard it there. If you have any questions, go look us up. You can see this show again anytime on YouTube or download it. Uh, any podcast agency they or group, whatever you want to, you can listen to the show again. Look up Donald. Look me up and tune in next week. And stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. You're listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.